Hello, everyone, and this is Kevin Ross, and this is your three cocktail questions uh, on um, August 27th, 2019. If this is your first time to the channel, welcome. Uh, tonight, we're going to be discussing what everybody's been discussing, the, uh, some of the um, uh, events that came out of uh, D23, particularly the Star Wars trailer, or teaser trailer, I should say. Um, and more specifically about Ray, or what the internet is now calling her, Dark Ray, Evil Ray. Um, we are um, we're going to deep dive into the top theories that are out there, and then I'm going to give you my perspective on what I think will happen and why. So let's just jump right into this thing and get this going. There are about five or six big master theories that are that are all together. Uh, they tend to boil down to the following. Uh, Ray has actually gone over to the dark side of the force. Ray does go to the dark side, but it's only temporary. Okay. Uh, Ray is possessed or controlled by Emperor Palpatine. Uh, Ray is a clone created by Emperor Palpatine. Uh, Ray, it's a, um, a dream or vision that Ray has had or Kylo Ren has had uh, about Dark Ray. Or the one that I'm adding that I haven't seen anybody do yet, uh, it's a very much a mirror of mirror of Galadriel Ray, where uh, if you remember in Lord of the Rings, Frodo offers up uh, the Ring of Power to Galadriel. She is tempted by it. You see a manifestation of of uh, what she would have become and turns the power away. Let's break these down individually. Uh, Ray has actually gone over to the dark side of the Force. That is. An outside chance, but it's an incredibly bold move. Uh, if this were to have happened, it probably would have happened in The Last Jedi because there's only three films. And that's part of the problem that we have here. If this were open-ended, that is to say, we don't know how many films we're going to get with the, the these new sets of characters, then the possibility of Ray actually becoming full-blown dark side Ray is tremendous. Uh, and then Kylo has to figure out, oh, wow, she probably could be more powerful than I am. Am I? Are we playing around with the rule of two and the rule and the, and the Sith like my grandpa did? Uh, and those and the the dark side users before. What do I do about this thing? This is this is getting off the rails. Um, so that's what's there. But I don't think she's going to uh, actually go over to the dark side of the force. Just doesn't make a lot of sense with everything that we see going on with that actual character at this particular time in the story. Okay. Uh, Ray does turn, but it's temporary. This has a little more feeling to me. Um, you see the way that there are some great videos now that are being edited out. Like the internet is literally on fire and you see where they're editing, how she has been walking, especially in combat and moves like Anakin has moved, especially from, um, uh, the Force Awakens in the in the uh, fight with Kylo Ren, and they're superimposing Anakin's walk with her that way. You see uh, her getting angrier and angrier during actual combat training. Um, so it's like she's channeling aggression. Uh, she's it is not a defensive form of combat she's practicing. It's more of an offensive form, particularly when she's throwing the lightsaber at the uh, at the practice droid. Okay. By the way, which is something we've never seen in an actual movie, but we have seen it in a video game and kind of put a pin in that. Okay. We're going to get back to that later. Um, Ray is a clone. 
this is getting to be more and more accepted out there as the as the big theory that Ray has been a clone from the beginning, uh, way back in number seven. Uh, Ray Sloan has done something uh, and has been protecting this this entire time, uh, and has now be, uh, and has now activated this plan, this final solution plan. Uh, plan uh, as we get back to the video game Project Resurrection. Okay, so we'll go into all that in just a little bit too with the, with my overall master thoughts. Uh, Ray is possessed or controlled by Emperor Palpatine. Now, Ray is a clone, and Ray being controlled by Emperor Palpatine run hand in hand in something called the Extended Universe or the EU. Palpatine created clones of Luke, spelled L U U K E. Yeah, Luke, and uh, during their big final confrontation, the Emperor was jumping from not ready body to not ready body when Luke was killing him with the lightsaber and, and doing uh, crazy force things uh, during their last fight. And that last fight happened to be on the Death Star, uh, the newest version of it uh, with the Emperor. So we're going to get and get into all that too. But those two seem relatively close. It is a dream or a vision that's either that Ray has or Kylo Ren has. And let's break both of those down. Ray has a vision. Now, if you look at the actual scene in the background, there is a gray, wet wall behind Ray in her cloak as she ignites the lightsaber. As the lightsabers are lit, as she's flipping them around, it would take the wider shot. But if you, uh, but when you look at that wider shot and you look at the at the back at the the back of her more towards her left, uh, you see that wet, slick wall. It looks very much like the same wet, slick wall as the temple on Dagobah where Darth Vader walked out of to confront Luke when he was having his vision. So it is entirely possible that Rey goes to Dagobah to do something. Maybe Leia sends her there. Maybe the object she's carrying in her in, in that big bag is is uh, and going to the Death Star when you see in, in the first trailer, maybe she's recovering a Sith artifact from inside the, the that temple on Dagobah. But it's entirely possible that Rey is seeing a vision like every person who's ever gone to that temple has ever done. And she sees herself what she would look like as a dark side user and has to fight herself that way like Luke did. Or it's Kylo Ren seeing his replacement. Uh, in a very similar way, he's going to Dagobah to find that MacGuffin that we talked about, the, that object of power, that Sith relic or holocron or whatever it happens to be. And he can he as he's going through the temple, he confronts Ray as this is who's going to replace me. She is more powerful than I am. She got into my head already. Okay. And she's got a better lightsaber than I do because it's, it's that lightsaber comes from the Clone Wars, uh, originally seen by a general by a, a, a Clone War general. He was a Jedi. It was also uh, also seen by Temple Guards in uh, the same cartoon series at the same time. It snaps it snaps into place uh, and it becomes a staff, or it could be used you know singularly, but it mostly uses the staff. So she's got better technology than um, Kylo's. And uh, it uh, flickers, right? Like like uh, Kylo's blade flickers, so it could be freaking him out the same way. Like you know how his saber works is like how how her saber worked in the vision, and they may have to fight. Okay, or 
my version of it is uh, the mirror, mirror of Galadriel Ray, which is uh, runs hand in hand with Palpatine, which is Palpatine is trying to control Ray. You know, come to me, come to me, uh, uh, my new apprentice. Let me show you what this power is all about. She sees herself, and this is a possibility. Then uh, she rejects Palpatine. She rejects Palpatine, which gets Palpatine all kinds of crazy. This has happened before in video games. In the Force Awakens video game, Darth Vader is trying to create the perfect weapon. He finds a a, a Force sensitive child on a planet, takes him as his secret apprentice, and raises that child to be um, uh, an unstoppable murder machine. Okay, it was that storyline was uh, in in the Force Awakens was the the first game, which was what would have, what would Luke have turned out to be had Darth Vader raised his son? He becomes a complete tank, uh, can take blaster fire, can can summon all kinds of force destructive energy. Right? Could even ter- tear a star destroyer out of space. That was Star Killer. Well, Star Killer ends up dying at the hands of the Emperor, saving his saving the beginning of the rebellion, and they go to. Um, Force Awakens 2. In Force Awakens 2, Darth Vader has recovered the body and has been making clones trying to develop the process of breaking the will of Starkiller to get him to do what he wants. And there's an option at the end of the game where you can be good or bad. And you can look those up online and you can kind of see what I'm talking about. But the Mirror of Galadriel Ray could be that this is Ray... uh, Attempting Palpatine's attempting to possess Ray, and she has the strength to force him off. Okay, but let's get a little deeper into most of all of these things, and let's get into what we need this this movie to overall do for all of us. It's a little divisive out there. Let's be honest with ourselves. Half of us liked the Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Half of us didn't. Half of us liked. The Last Jedi, half of us didn't. And pretty much, if you liked The Force Awakens a lot, you pretty much didn't like The Last Jedi, for the most part. There's a Venn diagram where, you know, there's like me, where you liked them both, and others out there that liked them both. But that, mar- that we're the minority there, okay? Um, and vice versa. This movie has to bring everybody together. Has to do that big thing. J.J. has a really big problem on his hands. How do I... You reunite and and heal all this fracturing from a single story to a single story to a single story. Remember the original trilogy when I go back to this. Star Wars. It's not A New Hope, but Star Wars was a standalone film. It's why we got complete character arcs with our three main characters. A farm boy, a princess, and a scoundrel. Okay, we had a crazy space wizard that provided a a supernatural way to go about doing things. We had a white knight, which was the wizard. We had a black knight, which was Darth Vader. And ultimately, at the end of the day, through through faith, the good guy was able to destroy uh, the big bad machine and save everybody. And everybody got a medal. That was it. That was the end. But Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi are really part one and part two of the same movie. If we look at what is happening here in a very strange way, that has reversed. We have a part one, part two with uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi really being one solid movie. If you watch them all together, 
you you can kind of see where they both are one big film and now JJ has to do what a new hope has done which is be one complete film fulfilling all the character arcs of every of all of our heroes uh, and going from there and our biggest character arc is Ray Ray has let's be honest has not had a lot to do in this film and why well she's a Jedi now you're saying Kevin yeah, she's a Jedi. She's a pretty cool Jedi. Or if you're on the other side of the race, she's a Mary Sue Jedi. But everybody knows what a Jedi is. Everybody knows what her capabilities are or could be. We've been wrapping this story. This story has been wrapping around more and more about the, the unhinging of Kylo Ren. Okay. And what that could be and what that's all about. The And, and the First Order and things along those lines. How this whole empire is getting reignited and restarted back up again. Okay? The new Star Destroyers that we see in the new clip have a a red line that runs along with them. Did you ever notice that way back in um, uh, Attack of the Clones and all those Star Destroyers there, the openings of those doors, the big doors, those were all painted red too? It's a very subtle, you know, you don't really think about that till you start laying all of these pieces out in front of each other that Palpatine was laying out that this has been the Sith the entire time. He's literally been hiding in plain sight, even in the military, when the ships were painted red all the way back in the prequels. Okay? So, Ray has to have a complete character arc. And how Ray is able to do that is by accepting her fate, what she's going to do one way or another. Does she accept the fact that maybe she had parents? Maybe she doesn't. Some people like the fact that, that she may have been with some, uh, she may have been just a, been, been a nobody. Some people want her to be the granddaughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Some people think she's a, a convergence of the force that uh, another force birth that because, um, uh, Plagueis and or Palpatine manipulated the Metachlorians to create a bad version of this, maybe the Force rebounded and created Rey. We don't know any of this stuff, and that's kind of the point I'm trying to get to. We don't know. We should not go into this movie with expectations. We should enjoy the, the, the spectacle that's been placed in front of us. And this is from me, who's been really, really accurate with a lot of the stuff that's been going on out there, okay? And I'm telling everybody to pump the brakes, relax, and let's dissect what we see, and no more than that. But let's also wrap our heads around something else. J.J. Abrams had a series way back on television called Lost, and like the name, it kind of, that series kind of lost its way for a while until the last season and during that last season it was widely reported that writers were going on back in the old days of the internet which were message boards long before reddit was a thing to pick out fan to pick out theories about where the show was supposed to go and ultimately they came up with most of the theories for everybody to some degree which is to say we only have one piece of pizza we got to break this up equally so at least everybody feels like they got a little satisfaction. Okay. You won't get everything, but you're going to feel you're like you had a meal. Okay. That's what I think's happening here. I think most of these theories are right. 
Let's break that down for a second. Let's start with the probably the most logical one of them all, especially from the books, the video games, you know, the outside, the outside canon other than the films, that Ray is a clone. Okay. This would then match up with the mirror, the mirror images in the cave that we saw on the island, that multiple copies of Ray existed. It's not just crazy images. Yes, there are actual multiple copies of Ray. Okay. And Palpatine designed this process based around the fact that they, they had success with Anakin. They create, they manipulated the Metachlorians and created a singular force user to maybe possess, maybe control. Cause see, Death in Star Wars is different from both sides. If a Jedi is good enough, they've trained enough, if they understand what the Force wants and wills itself to it, they can live longer, long beyond as a Force ghost, which is their consciousness that is out there and occasionally can be pulled together in crisis and brought down in in a singular familiar form to who they need to speak to. But the Sith we've never seen before. There are there are examples in what we talked about before, the extended universe or the EU, where there are hauntings or there are creepiness. We even had in the comics where there are where vampirism, okay, which means that that death to them is final. It is absolute. Once you are dead, you are dead to a Sith. That is in their belief system. Okay, they believe it so strongly, though, that they can cling to life in whatever form that happens to be in. So it is entirely possible that when you see Palpatine falling down the shaft and blue flame reaches out, just like in the Clone Wars, and you've seen him use stealth alchemy before, and when they do that, those flames are blue, that he attached his spirit to some degree to the actual interior of the non-completed second Death Star. Because you see, the, if you watch that scene again, there's a blue explosion, a big blue flashing explosion, and then a normal explosion of the Death Star exploding. Okay, so Palpatine could be crawling around in there, clinging to life, okay, in whatever way that he can as a spirit. We've recently seen that in the comics with another Force user by the name of Mormon. He didn't exactly he was a he was a powerful Force user, never took on apprentices, and is, and he worshipped the Force to to a degree that he actually turned a planet, which we now call Mustafar, into a living um, shrine to the dark side of the Force. That's where Vader built his castle. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here a little bit. You can look a lot of this stuff up online. But ultimately, if Rey is a clone, and Rey is then going to be, when she goes and visits the Death Star, is trying to be possessed by Palpatine, okay, at least possibly temporarily, then she could have her Mirror of Galadriel reaction to that and become part of that bad batch of clones that Palpatine can't attach to, that Rey Sloan could have failed in in Project Resurrection. Never discussed yet, but it's in the it's in their 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 newest video games. That that's what that's what Ray Sloan's life work was supposed to be. Assemble a new fleet out in space in the unknown regions and and make sure that I have a way to come back. Okay, because I'm gonna turn on this project called Project Center, burn up my old empire, and whoever is loyal, we're gonna start again because we can. So uh Ray may become temporarily evil because she is possessed, but ultimately throws that evil off, aka Mirror of Galadriel. 
Okay. And Ray sees a vision of that. Oh, I'm sorry. Kylo Ren sees a vision of that on Dagobah when he goes to visit and, you know, tries to pick up a MacGuffin himself. Right. About what's going on. Ultimately, they're going to fight at some point on the Death Star. We don't know why. It could be the beginning of the film. could be at the end of the film. We know they're going to have a big Titanic battle. But if the, if we are going down the road of multiple clones for Ray, it is entirely possible that there's a secret cloning chamber inside the Death Star somewhere, aka like a small a small version of Camino, or we may actually go back to Camino. But I think it's more likely there's a smaller smaller batch version, like in the EU, of let's just keep the math really simple: ten clones, okay, of Ray. No, one one chamber is empty. Nine are 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 still got rays floating around in them. Okay, and the spirit of Palpatine jumps out of Ray and into one of the newer, uh, one of the non-completed uh, rays that are there. She then has to. She then, with Kylo, has to begin fighting all of these um, uh, monsters, right? These versions of herself, which could then ultimately lead Palpatine to jumping into Kylo Ren. And that's why they're fighting at the end of the story. It's not that Kylo wants to fight her. It's that Emperor that the Emperor is making Ray fight. Ky, uh, uh, the Emperor is making Kylo fight Ray, and ultimately Kylo sacrifices himself to stop the Emperor from making this happen. How Luke helps? Maybe he pushes her along the way, like Obi Wan did. Maybe there's some additional Force powers that come along with it. Not really sure. Uh, because we don't have enough information, there's not enough to speculate properly with. We're not just taking wild guesses here. We're trying to use what we see in front of us to make educated guesses. And that's what I encourage all of us out there to do. Take the time to take a look at what's going on. I'm calling this this particular um, audio having your cake and eating it too. Because I believe these top six theories that everybody seems to have, if even if most of them come true, will satisfy the fan base to say, yeah, okay, I got something right. Yeah, J.J. understands what's going on. Yeah, J.J. gets Star Wars. Yeah, I'm back on board. That's what this movie has to do for everybody. That's why I think that these top six reasons that Ray has gone to Dark Ray work. And I think we're going to get a ver- some version of all of them in this story. I want to thank everybody for, oh, oh and by the way, uh, I want to give a shout out to the Force Center podcast with their two hour, uh, with their two hour episode. Um, they really broke down a lot of what happened at D23 as well. Uh, give those guys a, uh, uh, a listen to like, and like, and share their podcast as well. They're doing a great job. They had a guest, uh, Ace Cabrera on there. Knowledgeable guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to star Wars and a few other things too. All right. So like, and subscribe to this particular um, audio folks. Uh, uh, like I said, we know we've, I've got a lot of things working over here. Uh, some really big things coming down from game of Thrones, doing a lot of, a lot of research on the prequel stuff, going a lot of different places for the prequel stuff too. wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, gathering a lot of stuff before I start going into that, but it's coming because I want to be really right again when we start going back into game of Thrones. Okay. So, Again, my name is Kevin Ross. This has been your three cocktail questions theory about Dark Ray and how I think this is all going to play out. I would like to thank, uh, thank everybody. Be nice to each other out there and have a great evening.